When I first started my wedding photography business back in 2011, I made just $5,000 in my business. Now I bring in multiple six figures per year while working only 30 hour weeks serving my dream couples. I'm here to help you discover that it's so possible to have what you want, when you want in your business so that you can create the life you've always dreamed of and deserve. Oh, hey there. Hi there. Ho there. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of the Shine and Thrive Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Monica. And if you're wondering why I even started the episode that way, it just felt like it. It's it's totally a mom thing because uh, baby Ben has a shirt that says, hello, hi, hey there. And so Rory and I, whenever we bring out that shirt to put it on him, we always go to him and we're like, hey there, hi there, ho there, hey there, hi there, ho there. You know, all the things that you say just to entertain yourself and your child while you're doing things like changing and hanging out with them. So now I'm like, oh, is that the new way I'm going to be saying hi to you guys all the time? Hey there, hi there, ho there. Anyway, <laughs> um, so I'm really excited about today's episode. It's a shorty, it's a quickie, but it's a goodie. Um, it's a really quick tip, but it's very, very effective. Um, I implemented this uh, while shooting years and years and years ago. I don't even remember where I heard this tip originally from, um, but I'm passing it on to you because it really does make a difference in how comfortable I'm able to make my couples, my clients uh, during sessions or during portrait time. So this would be mainly for like engagement sessions, family sessions, branding sessions, and portrait time on wedding days. Um, and so pretty much just to get right into it, the tip that I have for you is for you to not say, don't do this to them, for example. So I say this in quotation marks. So Basically, I'm telling you, don't say the word don't, if that makes sense, if that's not too much of a mindfuck for you. Um, so what I mean by that is, let's say you give them a prompt and, you know, they're doing something a little bit, you know, different with their hands or it's not really working. And, you know, right away you want to be like, oh, don't do that. Can you move your hand this way? And as soon as you tell someone, don't do that, it affects their confidence. Um, and I'm so passionate about sharing this because emotional intelligence is such a key and important part to being a great photographer. You really want to understand and consistently put yourself in other people's shoes so you can really understand how they could be feeling in different moments for different reasons, whether it's something that has happened during the wedding day, or maybe there's like some kind of like vibe that you're feeling between the couple, or maybe... Uh, you know, what you're prompting to the couple, you need to be very aware of how that's making them feel and be kind of like tuned into their emotions and be aware of their facial expressions and all of that, because all that could really paint a picture if they are feeling truly comfortable around you and in front of you or even confident or not. And I promise you that if you're, uh, whoever you're photographing isn't feeling confident or comfortable in their own skin, they're not going to love the photos as much because all they will remember is them feeling not confident, not comfortable. 
But if they are feeling so alive and free and and beautiful and confident in their own skin, they will love the photos. They'll feel so much more connected to those photos because they're positive emotions, right? If you look back in your life to all the photos that you love of yourself, it's usually because you were feeling great and, or maybe it was a memory that you felt really emotionally connected to. So it's really, really important for us to make sure that, you know, everybody in front of our camera feels that way. And so one way to do this, one trick to do is instead of saying, Hey, uh, don't do that or stop doing that right to them, uh, just flip it around and say whatever you want them to do and in a positive way. So as soon as I learned this trick years ago, I think it was like nine years ago, I ha- I noticed that I was doing it. And so what I did was I just became very conscious of it on sessions and portrait and during portrait time on wedding days. And as soon as I caught myself about to say, don't do that, I would catch myself, pause in my mind and ask myself very quickly, what do you want them to do instead, Sarah? And I said this to myself in my mind, this happens in a split second. And then your mind is amazing because it's actually programmed to answer whatever questions you ask it. So it's an amazing tool to use. So right away it would say, oh, well, I want him to move his um, hand down to hold her hand, or I want him to cuddle her instead of moving his arms around in the air. I don't know, just an example. So always just say what you want them to do instead of, you know, using the negative term of don't or stop, Uh, because I'm telling you, it just cuts off the vibe. It cuts the energy. It cuts off the like natural flow of everything that's happening. And I promise you that if you do use the word don't or stop or don't do that, then they will either feel embarrassed, right? Because they're in front of a camera. That's them being, being very vulnerable, right? Or they might be in their head for the rest of the portrait time or a session because of like, oh, she already, I already screwed up once. I already did something that I wasn't supposed to do. And oh no, am I doing it right now? Am I doing it right? And the last thing we want is people in their heads. We want them to be present, to really feel the emotion, to really be present with who they're spending this quality time with because that's how they'll feel connected to the photos. So remember, say, for example, um, you know, you want to tell her um, instead of her constantly, oh, this is a good one, right? Because a lot of times girls want to just like continue to fix their hair and be like, oh, it's a little windy or like whatever, like they continue to want to fix their hair and they're not in the moment, right? And sometimes as photographers, we love movement in photos and actually maybe the way that the wind is blowing is making um, adding some movement into the photos and some, um, some depth to the photo. And we actually want that to continue and just naturally move. And so instead of me saying, Oh, uh, stop constantly trying to fix your hair. Right. Do you see how that vibe is kind of like intense? Uh, just say, Oh, like let your hair just blow in the wind. It looks amazing. Just, just let it go. And I want you to have hands on her or on him or whoever they're with, right. What that are their partner in that moment. So yeah, that, I hope that that example paints that picture. Um, and also if then the next session or portrait, uh, time that you have, you notice yourself saying it and you say, uh, don't do that or stop. And now you're aware of it and you've already said it and it's too late for, for your own sake, let it go. Just let it go. You're learning. We're all learning, right? I still have so much freaking so much to learn on my journey, right? Just let it go and be like, okay, I caught myself. That's good. And maybe just 
uh, combat that with like a compliment that's like very, very intense soon after that. So, cause you want to like bring up the energy again of the session and now you'll be aware, oh, maybe I made them like feel a little embarrassed. So don't get too hard on yourself. Instead, go crazy in the next like couple minutes, be like, oh my gosh, that looks amazing. Oh my gosh, you two are so cute. You're doing such a good job. And like, just like say that right away. And then they'll be like, oh, okay, we're doing a good job. And, and then continue to practice only telling them what you want them to do instead of what you don't want them to do during the session. Um, so I hope that this tip was valuable to you. If you're driving to a session right now, try it on. I promise you it's, it's so powerful. Um, and yeah, I would love to hear from you if this helped you in any way, uh, feel free to message me on Instagram at Sarah Monica photo. That's Sarah, no H Monica with a K. And also I would be so freaking grateful if you loved this episode, please take a screenshot of, of it right now and share it to your Instagram story and tag me at Sarah Monica photo. Um, I would be so grateful. I'll make sure to reshare with my audience that you're also loving this episode and yeah, you sharing will definitely help spread a positive impact with number one photographers, you know, being able to create stronger images and be more creative and confident with themselves, but also those that get their photos taken. Um, it'll kind of like spread this like energy of, you know, them not being as scared or in their heads because more photographers will have this tool in their tool belt. So you sharing that will help just make such a positive ripple effect. And I would be so grateful. Um, so yeah, I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you have a productive rest of your day or a relaxing rest of your day, whatever you need. Yay. Thank you so much for hanging out with me and tuning into this episode. If you got value out of it, please feel free to message me on Instagram at Sarah Monica photo. That's Sarah, no H Monica with a K photo to let me know. I get so freaking energized hearing from others that what I've said has had a positive impact on their lives. Also, make sure to hit subscribe to the Shine and Thrive podcast to never miss an episode. I'm so grateful for you and I'm sending you all the productive vibes your way so you have the best week ever. Do you love shooting but hate the endless admin, culling, and editing that follows your wedding and portrait bookings? Yep, me too. In fact, if you're anything like me, you got into photography to get out from behind a desk. And yet the irony is the more you shoot, the more there is to do on the back end, which translates to more time spent behind your computer screen and less time doing what you love most, which is shooting. But the good news is I have a game-changing free resource that can help you break free of the cycle and cut down these precious hours by, guess how much? Up to 70% of the hours that you usually work. It's called my three-hour post-wedding smart workflow checklist, which as the name suggests, shows you my exact step-by-step -step workflow for getting all of these tasks completed in just three hours. Yep, that's right. Literally from backing up the photos on a wedding night through to delivering the online gallery to my clients in just three hours. Inside the guide, you'll find a detailed breakdown of exactly what I do and don't do in my workflow, how long everything takes me, what I outsource, when, and to who. This includes the editing service and gallery providers I use. 
plus tips throughout for streamlining the process even further that have been honed in over my 11 years experience in business. And P.S., the same process I outline in this guide is transferable for both brand and portrait photographers too. So I got you too. Do you need to see it to believe it? I don't blame you. Head to saramonica.com forward slash workflow to download a free copy straight to your inbox and join a crew of photographers working smarter instead of harder in their photography businesses. Sarah is spelt without an H and Monica is spelt with a K. So that's saramonica.com forward slash workflow and make sure to download this powerful free resource now.